This month, Stakes is High podcast is sponsored by American Income Life Indiana, the Cunningham Agency. Think you have what it takes to play for a championship team? Are you ready to take your life to the next level? Our sponsor, American Income Life Indiana, the Cunningham Agency, was voted top workplace by IndyStar, best place to work in Indiana, one of Forbes' happiest companies to work for, and featured on ESPN. This great agency is looking for business athletes. If you are competitive, driven, fun, self-motivated, and enjoy helping and interacting with new people on a regular basis, then this is the job for you. If you want to roll with the winners, visit their website at www.ailofindiana.com forward slash careers. Again, that is www.ailofindiana.com forward slash careers. When applying, be sure to reference the Stakes is High podcast and tell them we sent you Stakes is High podcast. Peace. Yeah. Stakes is High. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 or 911. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas, trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, the real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I'm chilling, my man. How you doing? Blessed. Blessed more than I should be. What about yourself? I feel it. I feel it, man. It's a lovely early morning. We haven't done this in a... I don't know. We did it with a... I just, we did it with a... Um, it's, a, it's been a minute, ain't it? Nah, 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 nah. We did it with uh, last week with uh, uh, Eric, the famous uh, well, nobody. It was a little... Yeah, that was like 12.30, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, true, true, that's cool. True, 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 true. It's, it's, it's 10. It ain't even hit 11 yet, man. I'm, I'm over sip, sipping my coffee with, with my little my little Jack Daniels in there. He's stupid. Man, I'm an early bird, so this, is, this, ain't, this ain't early for me, so, you know. Man, I... I, I, I've been struggling with that recently for whatever reason, man. Like, uh, I, I think it's really just the time zone, but uh, the time that the sun rises up here, you know, it's a little mm. earlier than down in Indy. So, like, man, it'd be bright as hell, you know, in my room at, like, 5.30. So, I'd be, like, waking up early. I'm like, nah, man, I need more sleep. This ain't going But it's it's annoying. It's for sure annoying because, like, I wake up like, damn, I, I have to be up. And then I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you better get you some uh, blackout curtains. <laughs> Man, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like a catch-22 because it's like you mess around and look up and think like, oh, it's it's like yeah. 2 in the morning. And it's like <laughs> yeah. 7. I'm like, you late. <laughs> right. You don't know what time it is. Like, damn. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. But, um, hey, let's get to uh, make sure that we get this uh, our promotion going on, man. We got an event coming up in August, man. The Tools for Teachers. Yeah. Yes, yes, Tools for Teachers, live podcast featuring Indianapolis podcast. Uh, we're excited, man. It's going to be good. You know, it's just a 
you know, it's year two of us doing this event. You know, last year we did the uh, adult field day, which had a great turnout, man. Uh, good people, good food, good drinks, good fun, uh, and a good cause. You know what I mean? So uh, everybody came and enjoyed. You know, it was, it was good to see, you know, a lot of people come together just, you know, to help, you know, donate and, and, and push forward, you know, what we're trying to do in the classrooms, which is – uh, having the need, you know, the needed supplies for a successful school year, you know, and, you know, obviously teachers have to come out of pocket for a lot of that stuff, if not most of it, and um, it's it's tough, you know. We talk about how, you know, how low the, the salaries are for teachers and they, you know, deserve to get paid more, and, and this is just an added cost that they have, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know, going into the school year and making sure they have enough for the children uh, throughout the year, so, you know, we want to help. We want to assist that, and uh, we're doing it again. So this year, we're doing a live podcast. We got, you know, local podcasts, you know, from the city uh, coming up on stage. Going to do, you know, live show for everybody that attends. You know, we got a DJ spinning. You know, it's going to be a good time, man. It's going to be good. We want everybody. We want to see everybody there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please do, man. Make sure you guys go out and get those school supplies. Um, You can purchase your ticket. This is not a free event. And it's not really for us to get rich off this. You know, it's an event. No, not at all. Kind of continue to, you know, push the cause. And um, it's a $5 charge to get into uh, the event. Um, You have you're going to be basically you're spending $5 for entertainment. Um, You're going to have, you know, some good shows doing um, their thing and getting showing display what their show's about so uh, come support man we you know it's, yeah. it's we're trying to do this for it's uh, black businesses basically is is what it is and if you want to support right. that it's going to cost you to cost you five dollars and also going to walmart buyer wherever you want to go whatever grocery store whatever store target and go get just some supplies you know get some there right. is a <clears throat> there is a list that we have out um, if you mm-hmm. go to our social media in TC, where can they find us? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Now, cheer uh, for the event, if you have questions or concerns about the event, please email us at tools for the number four teachers at gmail.com. That's tools for the number four teachers indie dot uh, at gmail.com. So you got any questions? Um, and in our in, in our email signature, we also have the link for the tickets as well. Uh, but the link, if you're listening, is also tools for teachers dot eventbrite.com. That's the number four. Tools for teachers indie.eventsbrite.com. Yes, and there is an option there to donate. If you cannot make it, yeah. there is a way to mm-hmm. where you can donate. You know, uh, you can donate there. And uh, we will be coming with a, an address to where you can mail uh, school supplies if you are interested in sending school supplies. So, hey, man, we're yes. going to be promoting uh, the, the Drunken Nights uh, are also uh, doing this along with us. Uh, so... You know, pay attention, go to their social media, and, you know, just do whatever you can, man. Tell a friend, tell whoever, um, you know, that we're, we're we're making this work for a good cause. All right? Yeah. All right, so we have a guest this week, man. Speaking of Indianapolis, we have uh, 
Indianapolis uh, native here, ready to get it in, uh, currently living in Houston. But we have, uh, uh, I've been, I, I met this person probably three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, three years ago. And um, I've tried to motivate her to start a podcast. <laughs> um, mm. I, I, you know, man, when people tell me like, yo, I, I wanted to do a podcast, I'm like, yo, I started, I don't, I don't know how to podcast really, but hey, man, I've been doing it for three plus years now, however long, but hey, I'll, I'll give you whatever I have. Like, like I talked about last episode, you know, someone, you know, approaches me about doing a show or I want to start a podcast. I'm most definitely an open book of telling what I know because, hey, man, this is fun and it may, you know, bloom into something big. And if they make it big, I want them to be like, yo, Jones told me how to do this. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I was trying to convince this person three years ago, like, do it. Just do it. It's, it's easy, you know? So, um, now here we are. We, uh, mm -hmm. She's here on the stakes is high, and I think we're going to have a great conversation here. Uh, I have the intelligent um, Indianapolis own, uh, beautiful Anna. What up? Hello, hello. What's happening? What's Yo, happening? <sighs> how are you guys doing this morning? Good, good. How are you? Good. You, you, you sipping good? Yeah, I got a mimosa in my hand. TC has coffee. <laughs> Mimosas over there. Man. It's before I'm 11 a.m. I keep up. Can't Y'all sound, this sound like a brunch move, man. This is the brunch show today. <laughs> yeah, you, know, just, you turn some music on, get, get it popping. Yeah, man. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the Stakes of High. This is an adult podcast, so you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. I'm yeah. excited mm -hmm. about this. For sure, for sure. So why haven't you started your podcast? Oh, see, just out the gate already, <laughs> already coming for me. Um, there's no excuses? There's no excuses. I really don't have a single excuse other than I haven't really committed yeah yeah it's okay mm -hmm. i'd rather you not commit and don't do it yeah than half-ass it exactly yeah exactly and i think that's probably why it hasn't happened because i like i think i'm slowly developing my idea yeah, and i want yeah. it to be holistic and probably involved in something else as yeah, well sure. so um but you really you were like listen you can do this it's yeah. not that hard I try to, you were YouTube, like it's really not that hard and YouTube i was like teach you okay <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, yeah man yeah man so welcome we're gonna do our um you know our regular thing and in our main event we're gonna we're gonna get get you get some stuff on the table of the conversation we're gonna have with you so but until then, well, right now, we are going to get into... Hey, man, this is our second time doing this segment, man. I actually like this segment that we are about to do. And uh, we did it for the first time last week. When the TC? Was yep. it? Yeah, last week. Last week. So let's jump into our uh, second time doing this new segment. And it is called Keeping It Real Gone Wrong. You're watching When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. <laughs> Aight. So, TC, we got a keeping it real going wrong candidate. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, shout out to uh, it's my, my family's, you know, my family's uh, stumping ground back home, uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, but this isn't a good reason for a shout out. I just wanted to shout them out because I miss my family. But, <laughs> so... Headline reads, Alabama woman loses unborn child after being shot 
gets arrested and the shooter goes free. So, a quick you know summary. Uh, Marce Jones, uh, 27-year-old Birmingham woman, uh, she was indicted by Jefferson County Grand Jury on a manslaughter charge and was taken into custody on Wednesday. Now, uh, Marce Jones is the victim. She is the one who was shot. Um, now, she, uh, it was reported she got into an altercation. I'm trying to find the... Uh, the young, oh, Ebony, uh, 23, another 23-year-old, Ebony Jemison. Uh, she got into an altercation with her outside of a, a Dollar General store. Uh, oh, some baby, some baby father drama, some man drama, whatever. Um, I'm going to stop there. Is that what it There was, was an altercation. They, be, they began fighting. Um, uh, what's the your article name? I read uh, said. Marche. Hey. Marche the, got hey, shot. The, Hey, the article. Huh? The article I read it said the fetus's father. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. But go ahead, my friend. That's that, hey, they being too specific. Baby daddy, baby right. daddy drama, man. Come on. Uh, so uh, Marseille Jones and Ebony Jemison, you know, fighting outside the Dollar General. Um, I'm assuming Marseille was putting them hands on Ebony because she got to the point where she like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And she, you know, pulled out a strap and started firing, you know. And she ended up hitting, you know, Marseille Jones. Uh, and from that bullet wound, uh, she lost the child that she was pregnant with. And in this case, it is found that uh, Marseille Jones could face up to 20 years in prison uh, in her unborn child's shooting death. So that's bang. the story. Bang, bang. Back. So hey, so now, here, but here's the thing. So in the article, okay, this is very important too. So in the mm-hmm. article, and, and my bad if you said this, but in the article, uh, it says the jury who who basically freed the shooter mm-hmm. also also indicted the 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 Miss Jones lady. Is that her name, Jones? Yeah. What's her name? What's her first name? Marcel. Mm-hmm. Marcel. Yeah. So that that's kind of interesting. That same jury was like, "All right, shooter, you go free, and Marce- Marcel, whatever, you going to jail." I don't even understand how that would happen. Like, were they were they getting prosecuted together yeah, and then they split that's, them that's, and give them two different? Part. Like, why would you allow the same jury? That's got to be two biased. different cases. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of interesting to me too. But I, I mean. Yeah, I, don't I know. mean, is that not the same? That's the same case. That's like the plaintiff and defendant, right? No, well, yeah, like, but you know, like, the all right, this is how they ruled in the case. It's like, no, we, we, you know, you're not innocent. You're not, you're not the victim. Yes, you were shot. Your child died, but we're charging you as being responsible for this incident. Now that's where. It gets tricky. It to seems me. like there would be like, two different cases. They're though. two, yeah, they're two different cases. Yeah, that sounds like because they're two charging her with murder. That's her negligence. And then the case before was the state against the other woman yeah. and trying to see if she really provoked yeah. it and is if she, she should go she to jail guilty? for for yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. for shooting the yeah. the. That's Marseille. how I took it. It's I two different it. cases. That's why you. I don't understand how they the same jury. How did that happen? Yeah, how you get the same too? Like unless the judge is just like I don't know. I, I don't know my law, so. 
I don't know if the judge mm-hmm. is like, we're, since you're familiar with this case, we're going to keep the same jury. I don't know if no. they're worse. Yeah, it just seems, I, I'm just saying, I don't know. It just Resources are tight. Let's not send them home. Let's do this shit in the same y'all, day. Y'all just stay here. <laughs> we, got we got one, one more for you. Just sit right there. I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It'd be interesting to look into that. But yeah. um, with us just doing podcast lawyers, I guess we, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, so with that being said, man, so who's mm-hmm. keeping? Let's go ahead and establish who's keeping it real going wrong. So keeping it real going wrong to me is is Marche. You know. Yeah, I agree. Um so you know, it's it's I feel like it's again, you know, we with this keeping it real mentality mentality, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta I gotta put on, I got I I can't let that happen. I wouldn't, you know, da da da. You know, it's like, all right, you have an issue, you got an altercation. You know, in any situation, I feel like you have uh, you have the ability to walk away. You got the ability to turn the other cheek. You got the ability to, you know, dilute the situation. You know, you don't have to be an aggressor. You don't have to play into the situation, especially if you're pregnant. Especially if you're pregnant. You know, you're now responsible for another life. So, you know, I feel like... I mean, you, you, you know, you had two, you know, women of color outside the Dollar General. And I feel like, you know, she probably on some, nah, you ain't going to press me, da-da-da, whatever, boom, boom, boom. And, you know, you talking this, talking that, I don't know. I don't know what was said. There's no evidence of that. But that's why I feel like the keeping it real going wrong is like you didn't have to, you didn't have to play that role. You didn't have to play that part. And you, you know living this, you know, hood culture, life, you know, fight, fight culture, like, you know, I'm throwing hands, it's whatever, da-da-da, you know, ain't nobody gonna press me, ain't nobody gonna say nothing to me like that and, and get away with it, blah, 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 and cost your child, their unborn child, their life, and then, I mean, your life as well, because now you be in charge, so, gone completely wrong, you know, in my opinion, and it didn't have to go like this, at all, she could have walked away. She could have not been facing charges, and her child could have still been growing uh, inside of her. You know, looking forward to a, a healthy birth. So, okay. yeah, but I, I, I disagree. I disagree. I would say it's oh, really? The 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 shooters, you know, wrong in this situation. Like they, she. Wait, wait, wait. So, so hold on. Let me ask you a question. So the shoot, who's keeping it real going wrong? Because we can establish who's wrong here. But you think that, so the keeping it real basically is, I'm so real, and then shit just turns left because you just want to be real. I I still say the shooter. Okay, tell me how how to keep it. How how was it? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. The shooter. Defending herself. Defending herself. Yeah, defending herself. Shot this woman. How many months did we say that she was pregnant? Five. Oh, so she's showing. But let's just say she is. Five months? Well. Well, and it was over the, the as the article said, the fetus's father. <laughs> so I'm sure the other girl probably knew oh, she God. was pregnant. Yeah. she uh, Right. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. she knew she was pregnant. Um, gone wrong to me is in the law that this woman got away with shooting her, this like shooting her and killing her baby. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. And the other person or the Marseille is getting is getting like. I don't know, I guess, prosecuted for it. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is, she, she didn't want to get into this altercation, right? But she's the one that chose to bring out a gun, 
instead of just fighting the woman. She probably didn't want to fight a pregnant lady, but she brought out a gun maybe to scare her, whatever, and then ends up shooting her. I'm, I doubt she wanted to kill this woman's child, but she did. Okay, so... What, but what if she was getting her ass beat? Hold on, TC. I got love. Do you so, think a pregnant woman is really whooping someone's ass like that maybe. to where that's true? Uh, yes. Five months? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I guess so it does I'm, I'm going to agree with TC. Um, a couple of reasons. One, because TC... Well, first of all, I, I think that whole turn the other cheek, um, um, we not going to do this, whatever. That's just, that's just not for some people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know what the other lady did to disrespect her. She could have spit on her kid. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? She could have spit on her other kid. Sometimes you just got to get it in. You know what I'm saying? And turning the cheek sometimes just ain't. Now, mm-hmm. the the results behind it, you have to be prepared for that too. Right. For not turning mm-hmm. the cheek. I ain't going to turn the cheek. I'm going so to fight this dude, So, but you get your ass whooped. That's where keeping it real goes wrong. So, um, there's some people just not with that. But anyway... My thing is, I agree with you, TC. She is the keeping the real going wrong candidate. But, but what? Well, because, I mean, yo, if you if you aren't a person, let's just say she's the most turned up person we know, and she can whoop everybody's ass in the hood. Mm-hmm. And she has a temper, regardless. The keeping the real going mm-hmm. wrong is, chick, you're pregnant. Yeah. This is the time to where mm-hmm. you do not fight. Yeah. Because all it takes right. is one turn or one fall, and your baby's gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? So even if you're not with turning the other cheek, if, you, if you're not, yo, just have that baby, then go beat her ass. Or have your cousin, or have somebody else whip her ass. You're pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Now, Anna, to this, let me ask you a question. If the girl was not pregnant, and the other girl felt her life is threatened because she's getting her ass whooped, yeah. and she shoots her... If she wasn't pregnant, would you be okay with that? Because self-defense comes into where, yo, especially when it comes to a gun, it's like if somebody runs in here right now, we have a gun and we shoot them, we feel threatened. Yeah, but they don't have a gun. So I don't know. We I, don't know what they have, though. Yeah. yeah. You don't wait and say, hey, do you have a gun and then shoot? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like your life is threatened. I need to react. I, I think that if we start to compare – what forces are as strong as other forces, then, you know, we get kind of into a wormhole because you're just asking, like, how threatened do you feel? And what is your level of threatening? And, and you can't really, like, judge that for anybody else. So in this but in this situation, we can. We talk about hands versus bullets. So, you yeah. know, it's like, uh... But like we talked here's about, a, but with the pregnant about, lady, a, if, her, if you put hands, if you punched her stomach, you would do the same amount of damage. Not really. The point is the baby would still probably maybe die if you mm-hmm. shot her in the leg and it caused trauma to her body and then she ended up losing the child. Like, But let's remember, too, yeah. the reason why, uh, again, we going back to, like, the self-defense. Pregnant lady started all this. She initiated right. all this. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Obviously, there was people there to prove that. Um, and, and, and like we talked about beforehand, like, I know a lot of people are, a lot of people are saying, you know, fist versus bullet. I think in some states it has to be equal to where your self defense comes into it, right? So like, look, hey, I'm glad you said that because here's here's what I found. So Alabama has does have a stand your ground law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but okay, but here, check this. But this is when it's justified for you to use deadly force. 
when um, someone is about to use unlawful deadly physical force on you, uh, yep. a burglar is about to use physical force, yep. uh, engaged in kidnapping, assault, robbery, or rape, yep. uh, unlawfully or forcefully entering a home or car, et cetera, et cetera, kidnapping kind of situation. Or And I don't know why this last one is this, but it says breaking into a nuclear power plant. So <laughs> we'll just not worry about that. But It's like but, the old, um, old laws. It's a stand your ground. It's <laughs> right, like Florida. Right. It's, like, it's, right. like, it's like Florida. So a lot of people have been saying they need uh, to revisit the stand your ground law yeah. because of yep. a situation like this. A dude just shooting, so, shooting kids because their music is mm-hmm. up and they arguing back and forth mm-hmm. and the guy shoots and kills them and he gets away with it. So that's yep. that's the conversation. Indiana, the shooter would have most definitely went to prison because Absolutely. Indiana didn't have the stand your ground. Absolutely. Law. And some mm-hmm. in some states, it's like your defense has to be equal to the other person. So a fist and a fist. It can't be a mm-hmm. fist and a gun. Yeah. You know but what I mean? See, that's that's where the point that first bullet point uh, where about to use unlawful, deadly physical force. So mm-hmm. it's like at what point? You know, do you feel like, all right, the unlawful, deadly physical force? Like, are you beating so my ass so bad that I feel like I'm about to die? And, like, that is my only option to get you off of me is to shoot you. And if they can prove that in the court, that that's, the, that's what was happening in this fight. Like, you've seen somebody get dog walked. Like, like. <laughs> Beat to beat to death is real. Like someone can get beat to death, and if you feel like that, like oh, I'm getting my ass beat. Like I gotta shoot this girl to get her off me. Then they gonna let her out. They are gonna be like, hey, you was you were fucking her up. I don't care. Pregnant, pregnant at all. Even, but I don't was even, kicking that ass. Yeah, but I don't so, even think with the stand your ground law. I don't even think it has to be like the level of beat. I think if a person initiates it, all it takes is one punch. So if a person is initiating a fight, I'm threatened now. Bam! Get off me, dog! I'm shooting you. You feel what I'm saying? So like, I don't think mm-hmm. there has to. There, and that's one of the things. Like, they stand your ground. A lot of people are saying we need to revisit this law because too many people have lost their life based off something as just like two dudes arguing. You know what I'm saying? And he flinched at me, so I blew his head off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's. It, like that, you know, and 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 the other instances like that law. It's gonna be funny because it's gonna be funny to see how situations like this play out, where you got a, a white person. Um, oh, we seen know, it enforcing the you know the stand your ground law how did, versus how did, uh, how did uh, Zimmerman how Zimmerman Zimmerman beat the case because it was a stand your ground. Yeah, that's why Trayvon yeah, Martin's yes. dead right now and Zimmerman's free. One thing I do want to mm-hmm. point out that we haven't talked about because. This is two men talking about the death of an unborn child. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, this Mm -hmm. all ties so much into, right, the heartbeat law. I'm putting big air quotes around heartbeat law. Mm -hmm. Um, You've decided that this, it's murder because that fetus is already alive. Mm -hmm. So I think for women, that's probably a lot of the problem. Yes, she did. You know, yes, she did put her body. Manslaughter. Manslaughter. Okay, manslaughter. Manslaughter. Thank you for that. Manslaughter. No, that's cool. Um, that's kind of where the issue's at. At least Alabama's like <laughs> keeping with the theme, right? They they're like, okay, we we really believe that at inception, mm. at conception, where this fetus is alive. So you are now a murderer. Yeah, a, you know. Yeah. 
Um, and two, you know, you got to think. I think in the article it said that they looked into it and said something about the fetus being like that fetus could have died during the fight. So that's one of the reasons why uh, they were going into charging her because it may not like you fighting with a baby in your stomach. Yeah, we don't know that that baby could have been dead before she even shot you to protect herself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, man, I, I think she she's keeping it real going wrong. Now she's about to spend twenty years in prison. You know what I mean? Because twenty years, I think, is excessive. And guess for, what? The baby, the fetus's father, is still out here chilling. Of course he is. And that's who you fighting over. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's you, painful. Twenty years for a fetus is just. And you want to fight keeping know. it real, and then now look yeah. at you. The going wrong is you about to do twenty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. So. What's her name, TC? What's her name? Mart. Marche. Marche. Marche Jones. Marche Jones. Hey, man. You um, are the candidate. No, you are the keeping it real gone wrong for this week. On the stakes is high. Hey, yo, man, good luck to her, man. Prayers go up to her and her family and the people that hopefully she, you know, her other kids or she had other kids or her family are going to be missing, you know, a a loved one for 20 years. But, you know, just off. Yeah. Something dumb is you know a fight yeah. arguing over some nigga, and, and I don't even know what it was for. We who knows? But and again, I, I said to keep turning the chick. I don't know why she fought that girl. That girl, like I said, man, spitting her kid's face. I don't know. It may have been, maybe not. I doubt it. But hey, man, her that's another another person gone. Man, I don't wish prison on anyone. But hey, man, you do the crime, you get to do the time. Yeah. All right. So let's get to this main event. All right, our main event. Anna, you are our main event. <laughs> one of the reasons, yeah, one of the reasons why uh, I think you, um, I wanted to have you on as far as just because you know, hey, you've been saying we've been talking about yeah. you know, coming on and everything, but um, when I think of you or you know, talk to people in our circle of friends, and you know, you seem like a free spirit. You seem like a, a great energy. And um, I know you have some perspectives on dating. (laughs) And, um, you know, I just wanted to kind of, you know, explore some of those, you know, some of those things. But before we go there, I wanted, you know, to tell people, you know, let people know, tell them about yourself, you know, all that Indianapolis, what up, what up. (laughs) So, you know, tell them about, you know, give a little bit about yourself and then we kind of can go into that conversation. So born and raised, Naptown, um... I went to a lot of schools in Indianapolis and got a chance to kind of like assimilate into a bunch of different groups. And I think that's like a lot of what started formulating these different thoughts, as you say, these free spirit thoughts of mine. Um, Went to Purdue, boiler up, uh, then moved out here to Houston and moving to the south from Indiana and having grown up in Indiana for, you know, 20 something years Mm -hmm. was a jarring experience, if you will. Um, hmm. How so? I, I guess, I mean, also to preface, my family is like Caribbean. And so I was like raised in Indianapolis without a whole lot of other like Latin Caribbean people around me. What schools did you go to before you go there? North Central. And then you said you went to many different schools. Oh, I went to, <laughs> okay. I went to Heritage Christian and the International School. Okay. 
Yeah, well ingrained in the India in the yeah, in yeah, the yeah, Naptown yeah. culture. Little, all different type of culture. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I like I really was around a like a broad cross section of the Indianapolis population in those three schools. And sure. then I like Absolutely. lived in Pike and I like um grew up down on like South Meridian area and so like all different like areas of town. Okay. But um, Back to your family being Caribbean. Yeah, my family's Caribbean. So moving to like my my identity as a black woman in the North, I thought was set, and I thought I really understood it and what it looked like. And then, you know, my identity as like an Afro Latina woman, I thought I really understood that too until I moved to the South and understood mm-hmm. that those like characteristics I had given myself and those confines weren't fucking real <laughs> like they didn't nobody else gave a fuck about them more mm-hmm. more so um so that was like kind of jarring and that had a lot to do with how i've like shaped my feelings around and dating and and relationships and mm-hmm. stuff but so do you think that like so with being being up north in indiana um you think there's a certain like there's a certain like category that black women kind of like live their life as far as like the way you're perceived or yeah well I think that my own understanding of myself there's definitely I would say maybe three categories that black women in the north fit into Mm. um and I managed to find my way into maybe two of them so if you are around the the Strength between white and black people up in the north is a lot, let me say, like, stronger. Oh, it's stronger. I would say stronger. Mm, But fake, Mm. right? It's not real. Mm. It's not real, but out in public, Mm. they pretend much more that they like each other than in the south. They don't in the south. So, like, me trying to date a white man in the south is not really feasible. Like, I have to really, really go out of my way. Like, I, I probably get fetishized from afar, but not, like, up in my face mm. right mm. whereas up north like if you want to be the one black girl like the token black woman that hangs out with all white people and only dates white guys you can do that successfully in your life get married have kids and be successful mm. regardless if you understand the microaggressions that are happening around you like you could do that successfully and be happy for sure, for sure. you couldn't do that successfully in the south and be happy you'd have to be like fighting against what was coming at you every day no matter if you wanted to do it or, like or not you could do it you think it'd just be a lot harder it'd be a lot harder yeah. you know it's interesting you say that because i wonder if that has to go with as far as the the relationship between black and white in the north and in the south so if we always if we think about it like a lot of times we go when we talk about like uh black people in the south black businesses black sticking together blacks doing this doing that it's almost kind of goes into that conversation like of you know segregation and before desegregation like where black people used to all look we like. had is all we had yeah you know? and yeah. It, you know once mm-hmm. we once segregation came and you know all that it was like we lost some of that and if you go north it's kind of interesting that you say that like the strength of people staying together it's, it's like, gone man, i don't have to because i can do it with the white guy or and it's fine and damn, i feel and i, I feel comfortable that still currently like you know like you know i yeah and it, and it goes to like if you're in indiana that's what you see and that's what you know so yeah. when you have someone like yourself that come to the south you see a different perspective and it's interesting it's interesting yeah because even tc yeah. if you look at yeah. it man if we look even look at like even greek life 
if you look at mm-hmm. Greek life in the South versus the North, like, you know what I mean? Like, you just be like, mm. just those kind of conversations of like, I wonder why it was always different. Of, they're different in the South. And, but I think it's just that whole, like, we got to ride together. We got to stick together. You know? yeah. Well, it's like covert yeah. over, like, or overt racism, right? Like in the North, it's covert. So you would never know. I Now that I have flashbacks to my childhood all the time, and I'm like, like, damn, damn, that was racist. That was fucked up. <laughs> right? And I had I no idea. Yeah, I had no idea. That only happens, see, that only happens if you were raised like in the Midwest or the North. Like in the South, you were... That, that's at that age you knew that what was happening Damn. to you was fucked up because it was like overt racism they wanted you to know that they were uncomfortable or that they didn't like you they or whatever hide that shit. they was like yeah. they're not hiding it don't fuck with niggers exactly <laughs> and i would prefer <laughs> that now in my life because yeah, i've experienced I think most black it people would say that like yeah. i'd rather you just showed me who you are instead of hiding it and me yeah. thinking that like i can drop my kids off to your house but really you're plotting against my children on some weird shit I'm telling you, the like weird experiences that happened to me as a kid, like you was almost in Get Out. <laughs> legit, legit, man, legit, for real, legit. For so, real. yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's interesting. That's that's a whole another conversation. I think we can explore as far as an episode. It is. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like once yeah. like on the ep- on an episode. I think you and I, Jones, had mentioned. I, I I think that was on on the pod, or it might have been in person, but. I was just rem- or thinking back, and I was like, you know, I all of my friends are people of color, like my friends, like that I am, you know, I, I talk to, call, text, hang out with on the weekend, mm-hmm. like so. It's like some of those experiences and in, in, in intermingling in different circles, um, I've never really had to deal with, even you know, with me growing up in Gary, and then when I switched in high school. Uh, school districts and was in Merrillville, which at that time was a majority white school. Even then, you know, I had to, you know, interact with, you know, with, with white students and whatnot. And they were in my classroom and I was, I was fine with that. That's cool. But it was like, that's, that's where it ended. It's like, you're my class room pal or in the hallway. What's up? Da, da, da. That's it. And then, like, outside of school, like, I wasn't reaching out to that person. Like, hey, what you got going on this weekend? Or, hey, I'm coming to your birthday party. Or, hey, I'm staying yeah. over. Da, da, da. Like, that just wasn't see, you're, yeah. my reality. Yeah, it yeah, never yeah. has been. Yeah. You're, see, your experience was different because you were from Gary. Gary basically is the South. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Right. <laughs> that was not my experience right. at all. Yeah, you're from the South up North. <laughs> I have memories right of the up. first time I went to a girlfriend's house and, like, she had the same hair products as me. And I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade, like going to a friend's house and realizing that like our shit was kind of (laughs) similar. Like we could use each other's Mm. products. Like that was not my experience at all. Like I was, there were no, there were no, and there weren't a lot of like black options for me, black friends. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's interesting, man. That's, I mean, that, that just makes me think about, you know, like, Again, just reverting back to an old conversation, Jones, that we've had. And when we talk about, you know, we've discussed, like, wanting to set our children up to be, you know, in a better situation, have a better life than we had at that age. You know what I'm saying? My Your your child, my future children, et cetera, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, you putting them in that environment, which it seems like, oh, I'm going to move out to... You know me. I'm gonna go out to Carmel. I'm gonna go out to Fisher's. You know it's nicer. It's cool over yep. there. That better school district. But then you have to also look at 
all right, where are the people in that area that look like my child? And then, yeah. so then you like you you're providing a better environment situation for them, but then you're also integrating them in a different culture that's that's more. I won't even say well rounded because I don't I don't know how well rounded the school system is. Uh, out in Fishers or Cormo, whatever. I don't know how diverse it is. Not this majority. <laughs> not well rounded. Uh, that was you know it's interesting. Not <laughs> not. She meant that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, Fisher, I think Fishers is getting um, you know uh, more and more you know diverse than what it has in the past. Mm. You know what I mean? But, uh-huh. but but even still, that's still it's still lopsided. And I yeah, think, you know, it's like and I you think want it, better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, but but that's it comes with a cost. It's like you want better, but then you're surrounding your child Absolutely. around people, really, yeah. with people that are that don't look like them. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. you are now your child's in that situation where they're having a sleepover and they don't have mm-hmm. their buddy doesn't have hair care products like them, or they don't eat the same way. They putting raisins in their macaroni and cheese and, and shit like that. You know, it's like, oh, like what's this? Like like that? I don't know what they tried to feed me. It was it was. Raisins in the mac and cheese, and it was, I don't know. But, hey, you know, know, I think Something weird. I think that, (laughs) but, you know, and and that that goes back to that, you know, that whole, and I think I told, like, Patrick on our last, the time that Patrick came on, we did the Raising a Cul-de-Sac Kid episode, and we said we want to do a part two, Mm -hmm. because I think it is Mm -hmm. considered uh, this conversation we're having right now, we Mm -hmm. can continue to go into it. Um, You know, because at at the end of the day, I still want my son to have to be diverse to where he can be like yeah man i had that nasty ass macaroni and cheese with raisins in it but my auntie (laughs) makes some great ass macaroni and cheese you know what i mean so like because i think if you live all the way one way you know of course yeah you're gonna have culture shock kind of like what you said you yeah you know what i mean so yeah um that's that that happened to me at work and i i made sure i mean like i'm i'm talking within the last month and i made sure to let them know like we get food catered in all the time like some sort of meeting or something and then like uh after the meeting's over everyone's eating and it's like a shit ton of food left over they like let whoever else in whatever department have food and uh they came back with like some uh barbecue or whatever and they had mac and cheese right and so they come in with the plate and they like oh man you don't want you don't want the mac like looking at me like the mac and cheese is good you don't want the mac and cheese and i was like let me see and i looked at what they had i was like that's not mac and cheese and they looking at me appalled like what is this so i was like that's not like that ain't real mac and cheese that's like macaroni and cheddar or some shit like that's not mac and cheese like mac and cheese i know mac and cheese that we know mac and cheese and i had to like literally like explain the difference there like like if I'm getting mac and cheese, like it need to be baked. It's gotta have this crusted layer of cheese off top. Like you pulling it out, the shit's bubbling around the corners like that. Not just like noodles with some cheese sauce on it and be like, this is bomb mac and cheese. It ain't happening. Yeah, man. Gotta yeah, gotta I, educate them, man. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um and we're gonna keep on moving with the conversation. But man, I mean, you could might have to take my black card, man, because honestly, man, I think I might take um like Craft or Velveeta mac and cheese before the. Uh, the I, I don't know, man. I've always been that way. I, I love so. You're food. like Cor- Courtney's like that. Man, I love so. Courtney the same way, bro. Give me some uh, Velveeta Craft <laughs> macaroni shells. Let me also say, I'm, <laughs> I'm allergic to dairy, so I'm oh, not in man. this conversation. I'm. You, you, you know, can't, a part you can't even relate. I can't even relate. Um, you gotta understand. eat that vegan cheese. Yeah. Wait. Honestly, vegan cheese is not that bad. 
Um, I mean, maybe that's just I, I, because I've never had real cheese in my whole life. So I, yeah. I was so hyped when they came up with cheese that melted and actually stretched and like looked like cheese. Yeah. Because in the 90s, the yeah. substitutes were trash. But, yeah, you know, yeah. it's fine. I can eat yeah. meat. So all is good. Yeah, man. But um, getting back to the conversation, there you go. getting back to what <laughs> we want to get into. Yeah. To Anna's dating. <laughs> Anna's date, dating and her, you know, her bleach pot. Because I really don't want to go into like, hey, are you dating? Tell me about that. I don't really yeah. want to. I just want to kind of go into the. To the, you know, um, to like your your thought process of dating and and all that monogamy and but but so are you? Wait, well, all right, never mind. Am I dating? Yeah, yeah there we you, go. you can ask that. Yeah. I am dating. I didn't, um, I didn't want to go into people's like without asking you before. You know, it's fine. Um, I'm dating. Um, it's a it's a slow process, let's say. I've gotten so much better at it. Uh, when I moved to Houston, I realized that I like went on a hundred first dates. Like I just was like trying every opportunity out, right? I thought that gaining more data for my theories was gonna make me understand what I was looking for better. Um, and it really, it really did, but. Uh, I, you know, nobody's still, nobody has it all together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Out of a hundred okay. dates. Yeah. Not one person. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, out of a hundred dates, I probably had like, I had one like boyfriend, boyfriend and maybe three or four. I'll call them my loves, my booze. So a little thing, a, little, a, situ- a situation ship. Yeah, situationships. I also like. Okay. I'm also looking for a specific thing, so I I realized that I am not looking for like physical monogamy, right? I am looking for emotional monogamy, but not physical monogamy. So the people that I'm here we go. This what I want to talk about. Hey, right, 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 right. I'm like, uh oh. (laughs) The people that I'm looking to date, um, I want them to want me as an emotional partner, right? They want to like plan life and do big decisions and have a joint bank account, right? With Mm -hmm. me, but who they may or may not swap bodily fluids with can include me and other people. Okay. So So you want an open relation, you want an open relationship, basically. You you want to have a relationship with someone who cares for you and wants to grow, progress in life with you, possibly start a family, whatever, but you still are open to physically, you know, express yourself with other people or bring into the relationship or on the side, whatever, but you still have that, like, agreement that this is home this is our love this is what we're building this is our thing we we have this partnership but yes you're right have freedom except for except for let me add another layer to that so i i through through this journey i have realized um that (laughs) i have the i have a fetish that makes me enjoy my significant other like being pleasured by other people right so with that in mind Mm -hmm. if 
This is not like go out on the street every night and go to a bar and like fuck any bitch that comes across your path and then like bring her mm-hmm. home to our house. It's more like mm-hmm. we have planned for this evening to go out and prowl and do things together and find you maybe something or me maybe something. And we're like involved in the process together because we both enjoy that the other person is going to be pleasured and want to be involved in said pleasuring either in like thought and spirit, right? Maybe not directly in the room, but also maybe directly in the room. You know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a table talk. Oh, uh, wow. There was a table talk that recently they I just know, had a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know. Um, but that's different. That's emotional. Yeah. I have yeah. no interest. You don't get to know. Yeah, it was who, like they wanted to be as that's what I was going to say. Yeah. They wanted to be like, hey, this is both of our girlfriend. You know what no, I mean? No, no. Um, so uh, I just oh, this man. is this conversation is real familiar because I had two a married couple who were swingers mm-hmm. early on. I would consider I first, it swinging when, when I first started the, the show. And it was more so they just wanted to have they wanted to have the physical aspect of it. And they were like, hey, I'm okay with being friends with that person, but we don't want it. We don't want it to be like, hey, we're in one big relationship. Yeah. Kind of like what you're saying. And um, it was, you know, it was interesting to hear it because it it made their relationship stronger. Mm -hmm. It was like that's at least what they told told me, you know, Mm -hmm. it made their relationship stronger. They had been doing it for however long. And it was just a different, it was just not your traditional, like, hey, we're married. They did married things. They had kids and went on trips. And Let me also say, Indianapolis has, like, a prevalent swingers community. They were a part of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, and, and I realize now as an adult that my parents may have been non-monogamous. And I think that that's also something that, like, has given me the courage to see the strength. My parents have been married for 35 years, built businesses together, super successful, still in love. Like they chase each other around the house, like making out and touching each other's butts. It's gross. But like, I can see that like the strength of that relationship had nothing to do with like what their sexual propensities were. And like, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm all of the camp that like, if everybody is, consenting mm-hmm. and everybody is yeah, of age yeah, have, have all of the fun but my question is this so and i think a lot of other people may ask this question um since it is uh the physical aspect of it do you not think that you can get that fulfillment from one person and say hey man you know hey y'all dress up and go to a club and you meet me for the first time you know what i'm saying so because at the end of the day this is what i'm gonna say and i i think why i i, I think once you add Regardless, if you add someone else into, because I think when you when you have a physical connection with someone, regardless if it's set, when you have sex, I should say, I think there is this chemistry that is exchanged between two people, regardless if we want to say it but or not. But we're talking the difference between intimacy and sex. Even with sex. But to me, mm-hmm. there is a layer of intimacy that in, that is involved in sex, and I can have savage acrobatic all the things sex and there's not a not an ounce of intimacy every time we have every time you have sex there's a chemistry that's exchanged regardless if it's a fuck and go or not chemistry but not intimacy okay so where i am open and i like i'm really letting you for sure i agree into the thing we kiss you know we kissing this shit yeah exactly (laughs) exactly exactly but but here's Mm -hmm. my but here's my thing so um even with that, so even if it's just a chemistry that's exchanged between two people or three people or four people all together, whatever. Um, I guess my thing is, like, 
where it gets sticky is like that sometimes that chemistry be great regardless if it's a fucking goal or yeah so now you're getting into where when that chemistry is great i think there's a thin line between oh this is just fucking or there is some that chemistry is causing some type of emotion i'm not saying in love right. i'm not saying i'm not saying oh it's but it's still you know what i mean regardless if it's him or regardless if it's you but also you're these types of relationships are not where you're a part of like a larger non-monogamous swinging kink whatever word you want to use community so people are finding each other and know that they're on the same shit basically but with even with my swingers who came on yeah she said there's been a couple times to where they had to draw back out of the lifestyle because she was like yo i like this dude yeah and it was a swinging situation to where she was like Yo, mm-hmm. man, his stroke is just a little bit different. That's causing me to have these. I need it again. And yeah, then, damn, he's man, he's, he, dog. I was just about to. Ask, I was waiting to chime in. I was like, how do you cut off when you come across someone that is, you know, above off the charts more uh, exciting than the person that you're a partner, a partner with, and you're like, whoa, like, whoa, that was crazy. Like that experience was crazy. I need that again. I need that again. And then you become attached to that. And now, like, where does that leave you in your partnership with this other person? Because now... There's no time like, that eh. I get attached. Like, there's yeah, no... Dog. Dick does not mean enough to me. You haven't yet. No, 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 no. I, there's no time that dick is enough to me to be attaching myself to yeah, nobody. Dog. I already have a partner that is helping me, like, in life. Because she's saying it's physical, not emotional. And that's a, so. I, so what I'm saying, TC. I, I feel like you can't. I feel like you can't fully separate that a hundred percent. But I'm, there's there's like that's this is that's the argument then. That's the actual discussion we should be having. Yeah, because can I, I think the whole it? thing is like, hey man, shit, I found this person that can. I mean, yeah, somebody's dick is always going to be bigger than the next guy, or yeah. somebody else's stroke, stroke is, is always yeah. going to be better. But I think when you have that emotional connection to someone, that separates that. So, and I kind of get what you're saying, but. It's still a thin line because with that magical stroke or that whatever great, great sex comes that connection that you have chemistry. Now you're like, hey, let's have him over again. He was cool because I enjoyed the sex. Now it's like, you know what? Damn, he's got a cool conversation. But we're not really talking. But you have to talk in the swinger lifestyle. No, you do. Okay. We, we're <laughs> you know we're talking I mean? and we're getting to know each other fine. Right, like, but like, my, like, my brain is like... <laughs> turned off to seeing this person and their good qualities. I'm getting to know them so that my body as like, a lady, right? Like our ladies you know take a little bit <laughs> Right, exactly. Our ladies take our, our lady bodies take a little bit more effort to feel relaxed, if you will. And so like I am talking to you to make sure that I feel safe and relaxed to do this event with you. But that's it. But Anna, here's the thing. Yes, you wanna say I feel relaxed with you, but along with this relaxation and even being turned on, especially at the age we are, especially what I hear from like a lot. I mean, most people, I have to have somewhat of a conversation to say, cause we hear this all the time. Like, man, I was going to get that dude some pussy, but he said something dumb as hell. And it turned me off. Dude. Oh my God. That's me. So, so what I'm saying is you're going to have to have an engagement to where you even know, like, 
dude, be quiet. I don't want to, you know what I mean? You're going to have to have some kind of engagement there. And if it says, hey, so, so let's put it like this. If you're talking to someone and let's just say your field is in uh, writing books, right? Right. And this dude was like, yeah, you know, um, you start talking to him, getting to know him because you're already physically attracted to him. And then he's like, yeah, man, you know, my passion. I wrote a book last year and it's been my passion. You're going to be like, whoa, hey, I'm trying to write a book. You know what I mean? Like you guys are going to have that like, okay, hey, let me help you out. And then it's just like those type of things that can just turn you to have like, yo, this dude is really smart or Let me also, I think maybe I need to preface this a little bit more because I, as a single woman right now in my current dating, am not looking for like a bunch of dudes to have sex with because I enjoy yeah, that. Because sure. as a woman alone, I don't feel comfortable doing that. The only time I'm interested in a non-monogamous lifestyle is when, I, is it, it, when I'm in a relationship. Because yeah, when I'm not, like, yes, okay, maybe I have a few booze here and there, but, like, I don't have a commitment to any of them. None of them are trying to make me commit to them. Like, it's yeah, nothing. Yeah. So it's not that big of a deal. It just has to be. I, I, I get where you're going because I think even with the swinger lifestyle, I think it just has to be a controlled atmosphere to where you understand there's an understanding. Well, it's, it's all about, about communication. communication. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Every time, like, there are constant check-ins, and you get your feelings hurt. I have gotten my feelings fully hurt. Like, oh, wow, she was like, I thought I was into that, or I thought I was going to be okay with that, but I really wasn't. And I, and he looks at my face, and it's like, she's not okay. She's not feeling okay. She's not okay with what's happening right now. Let me check in with her and make sure that we're good. And that's we're that good. strong bond. Exactly. I mean, it hurts, person. and I might be a little butthurt for the next, like, 24 hours, but then I get over it and it's fine. Like, that's just what it is. I don't know. No, I get it. That's, 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 so like, do you not want, like, ever, you know, when you get to the point of like, you want to, like, do you want to be married uh, at all or no? Yes. You do want to be married and you want to continue to have this same lifestyle within the marriage. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, wait. Now, mind you, now, mind you, I am the like the couple that I interviewed. They had been married twenty five years, yeah, and they've been swinging for the I last. Know. I know. I, oh. I had to say, hey, I'm not. I, I don't think I Let would me, do it, but hey, man, it worked for right. them. Let me also say, I started this journey with a white man, okay, which makes sense, right? For all of the listeners okay. that don't know, I am a chocolatey black woman, not white, okay, um, and. Uh That makes sense, (laughs) right? That makes sense. But as I've like realized that this is something that is important to me in dating, I temperature test every man I go on a first date with because I'm an asshole like that and I just don't give a fuck and I just be asking niggas straight up the shit. But like they, I can tell immediately if you are like placating me and giving me an answer just because you're like, oh, she's a freak and I want to see what that looks like. Or if you're really like, Huh. Let's do a scenario because I got to hear how you do this. <laughs> no, wait. Let's no. just act like my name is Tyrone right now. No, no, no. Come on. I want to hear how you do this because you said you ask guys up front. Yeah. So let's, let's okay. We're on a day. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, you look good today. I like your dress. Da, 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 da. We're having our, you know, what, what would you like to order? Okay, cool. Boom. So, hey, what's up? Tell me about yourself. How do you introduce this? So, so it's not, it's not at the <laughs> tell me about yourself. No, okay. Um, we've, level. we've been through all that, but how do you ask guys that? <sighs> It's, it usually comes up in a way of um, talking about my like their past relationships or my past relationships, and it and I usually I usually start talking about like honesty, and if they're telling me like how something did or did not work out, and I'm like, well, were you open and honest with that person? And I've noticed that when I'm open and honest, like I I've learned things about myself that I need in a relationship, and. 
think like I'm not interested in monogamy is usually like how I just like drop the bomb. We're talking about like, I'm also temperature testing to see if they know what they need in a relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. have you dated enough to know these are characteristics of things that I know will make me successful or that I want in a future partner, Mm -hmm. or these are characteristics that I don't want. If you can't answer that question, then I'm not even dropping the non-monogamy on you. But usually I'm like, I realize that I need this. And then I just look at their face. Hey, most niggas would be like, yeah, we can bring another chick. And then you'd be like, right. No, I want to bring dudes too. They can be like, oh hell no, I ain't yeah. with that. <laughs> well, with that answer, then I just like that's my temperature test. With what their answers, if they're kind of cautious and they're like, so tell me what non-monogamy means to you, then I'm like, okay, we can talk about this. If they're like, hell no, off tops, don't want to hear what I have to say. What if I was just like, I think that porn is is being non-monogamous and I want to watch porn. Like you don't know what my fucking what I feel about non-monogamy is, and I usually say non-monogamy in that way to see if they even know what the word means if they have any association with the word if they have any past you know feelings with it um i've gotten some good responses like i realized that i i had a feeling that like only dating black men was going to make it difficult Mm -hmm. for me to find a non another non-monogamous like partner that was like interested in Exploring. That's mm-hmm. what I call it. Like just interested in exploring. If you're not okay with me even trying it, like, even trying it uh-huh. but you are okay with us doing this and I've chosen you as a partner, I'm okay with that. Mm. Okay. This is not something that like I've decided if you don't let me fuck other niggas, we can't be together. Mm. That's not where I'm at. I, I just you. want you to like. It's your... almost like you want that person still to just kind of have an open mind. Of, exactly. Like, That's all hey, I want. I, you know, even if we do it or not, I still want you to be that open minded because this is something that I have a, a, a matru- I have a true belief in this. Yes. And I want you to understand where that is instead of somebody. And also don't like, think I'm weird. Like, yeah, don't be looking at me like this bitch yeah, is crazy. Yeah. You yeah. don't want someone to be like, even if it never happens, I don't want you to think that I'm weird because that is something that. I may be interested in one day or hey I'm open to that or I understand people who do that mm-hmm. I got you I got you yeah yeah man um mm. you know after sitting that's, down that's with that wild. swinger couple the married couple man and I knew them beforehand so after I sat down with them I I guess I had a different different respect for it uh just because and as as, as I've been doing this as I've been doing the podcasting and having a conversation with different walks of life having different conversations with all different people, I think I've been more open-minded about things. Not saying that I'm interested, but I've tried to have more of an open mind to different walks of life because, again, you could live in a bubble and think that, hey, this is the way it should be or this is the way it is. And then you see all these different people being successful in relationships. And healthy. And healthy relationships, life, whatever it is. And I'm like, damn, this ain't the only way. You That's know? what blows my mind is like people have all these like feelings on what looks healthy and what is correct. But yeah. like there are so many other lifestyles out there that are working and healthy for them and yeah. and yeah, we it just aren't them, exposed to know, it. As long as no one's getting hurt, no kids involved, you know yeah. what I mean? Illegal. Hey man, if it's working for you, live your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For you, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you got to step outside of yourself in these kind of situations. Like, yeah, I couldn't. You really do have I to step outside of life. yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you know, whatever, whatever. What works for one person may not work for the next. And I mean, that's just that's gonna be with damn near anything. You know what I mean? So, 
he's got to, you know, roll with it. And I, <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I, I couldn't do it. Um, it is, you know, bro. I don't, I, I don't believe in. I, 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 go ahead. You, you know what no, I realized? You don't believe in what? I don't believe in giving kids pop. But I know some kids, some people who get their kids coke. <laughs> the fuck? Five you know years I, old drinking a whole, uh, a whole twenty ounce. Come on, dog. Twenty ounce. I realize that. Yeah, like, it's, it's just weird. It's, go ahead, go ahead. A lot of, a lot of like people's, like, problems with this, like my lifestyle or how I choose to, you know, express it has a lot to do with like ownership, right? And also safety. So as a lady, a lot of my girlfriends, like I remember when I first came to like my like three closest friends and I was like, so I think I realized I feel this thing. I'm trying to figure out if it's real. How, what do you think about it? And they were like, dude, you're going to like get an STD. Like you're going to they were worried about my safety, like off tops. It was mm-hmm. safety first and then my emotions second. And I was like, mm-hmm. you guys like because everybody's engaging in this, they are safe. Like these people get tested more often than these fucking niggas on the street that I be meeting and dating because they are, they know they're involved in this lifestyle and they also like don't want to compromise it and are much more regimented with being safe and healthy. So I, I think it's an ownership thing. It's like a, your body belongs to me solely as your partner and you can't share it with anybody else. I don't want you to receive pleasure from anybody else because your body belongs to me and i i I understand that like feeling because don't get me wrong in the like core of my center of me mm -hmm. i am possessive Mm. but so that's i'm also a masochist so that's probably that's 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 where i get hung up so it's not necessarily an ownership thing um, but the, the, the disconnect for me is, okay, you know, say you have, you know, say I'm the partner and it's like, and, and you're coming to me and you're saying, you know, I want to build a life with you. I want to build a future with you. I want to have a, I want to have, you know, I want, I want us to purchase this home together. I want us to go into business together. I want us to start a family together. I want us to, you know, have, you know, whatever. You got all of these plans, you know, emotionally, and business wise and like you're you you want to grow and develop with me a life but then the physical side you want to share with everyone else and so like that disconnect to me is what is where it's like all right like why do you feel that you know we can do all this why 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 we would share that with everybody else we would share that together as a couple with everybody else also we would never get to the point where i'm telling you i want to build a family with you and have this future if you would Uh have that reaction to me of me wanting to share my quote unquote physical aspect with other people that's why i said first date i temperature test these things that level before you even realize that i'm gonna do all these things so you guys are both saying it's an agreed thing you know what i mean because it's not like now what no it's not like we have like hey we're gonna build all this thing and we're gonna do all this and we're gonna build this family and hey yo by the way you've already established that so you guys are two individuals that want to live this lifestyle Mm -hmm. and then continue to do all those things exactly so it's not like a surprise now what do you now, what do you do when, when, when a mind changes? Like, what if you get so far into a relationship? Like, you had the understanding, you know, but like, like Joe's and I said, like, we feel like there's always some sort of 
connection. So like, yeah, you know, you everything's been great. Everybody's been planning along. Everybody's been on the same page. But at some point in time, you know, the 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 guys like, you know, uh, you know, we got kids now. Da da da. Like, I, I'm not I, really into I doing this whole thing anymore. Like, I want you. Like, I wanted to stay within our house. I don't want to bring anyone else in our bedroom. I don't want you going outside. I don't want to. I don't even have the interest anymore of stepping outside. I think that's uh, a valid question. The marriage, like, what what happens then? That's now a valid question. Establish all this. Here, so what do you? My do answer. At that point? My answer to that question is the difference between feeling like this is a phase. Or this is an actual sexual fetish, right? If you believe that this is something or even let me say like a sexuality. So I have a close friend who also is struggling with the same thing. Like he thinks he's non-monogamous and is in a relationship and is like trying to figure out if that's something that he like realizes that he really needs. Like never cheated on his girlfriend ever, but like is like, do I really need this? And I'm like, yes, dude, if you've been thinking about this shit for the last four years, then you really do need that. And it is you would be living your life in the closet. Right. This is a this is a feeling like this is a way of life that I have and I believe in and it's not going anywhere. So when I'm dating somebody, my man would never six, seven years down the road. We got two kids. Now he's like, oh, I'm not really interested in you. Da, da, da. If he says that to me, then I would pull him aside and be like, okay, why are you, why are you saying that to me? Is that because something else in our relationship is going wrong? Like, is this you bringing something else up? And that's I mean, how you are like, because that wouldn't be the reason you why? believe in this lifestyle why? and you like that. I mean, I got to think too. That's, but that's not true because it's like people are married seven, eight years in a monogamous relationship and then step outside of it and cheat. So why can't the reverse happen in year seven, eight years into a, a marriage or relationship that is non-monogamous and then you change it like, I just want it to be us. Like, why can't, why, why, why can't the reverse you know, be the same way because the the root of both of those issues are the like the lack of communication and honesty. Like you cheated in that monogamous relationship because you weren't honest with your partner about what you wanted or needed, and so you went and got it from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And if that were to happen that- in a non-monogamous relationship, it would be because the person was putting on a front for years and years and years, and now is finally being true to themselves. And I would like to think that. I can peep nah. the so, so, fake shit, and I would just that, be like, but you're, that's not this, "You're not on this for real." But TC, what she's saying, I, I don't but believe TC, that. But TC, what she's saying is, I don't think she's saying that a person. Can, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lana. Yeah. You're not saying that a person cannot change. You're no. saying there has to be. You just don't one day up and say, "Hey, yo, I ain't with this." It has to be just like for a person to go out and cheat, or a person to just. It has to have had communication. Like, hey, love, you think we probably need to slow down? We're having the kids. The kids are being, or, hey, I'm not getting this out of a relationship, so I don't want to step out and cheat. Maybe we should do this or we should do. It's the communication of it all. I don't think a person. But I said that. I'm saying that the person brings it up to you, like saying, like, look, I've been thinking about this and, you know, I just want, you know, it to be us. I don't want to. that, That is the communication. Like, that is me saying to you like us sitting down talking about it this isn't something that i feel like i'm on board with anymore like at this point yeah we 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 seven eight ten years in you know at at 25 i was all about it at 35 40 like i've i've changed my view of things and i want us to not 
participate in these type of activities anymore. And you communicating that with the person saying it, you know, like that, like what, I what else do you that want? That's, that's I don't think that's realistic like, to think that the person would say, how? well, okay, let me, let me say, I don't think it's realistic for them to be like, I'm not into this whole community and everything that it stands for anymore. I think that there might be like a, oh, we're now in this stage of life. Let's cut back on this aspect or let's so, do a little bit more of this and less of that because this is what I'm interested in. But I'm telling you that a person that has, that is like into this kink lifestyle and is doing this as a, as an identity of themselves, this does not go away. This is the same conversation of like sexual identity. Like so, it's not like one day they're just know. like, I'm not into this shit anymore. Like if you're deep in so it, you think you're deep you, in think it. Let me, hold on, hold on guys, hold on guys. So let me tell you. So having a- Once a swinger, always a swinger? No. Bro, what happened? So uh, let me tell you guys. So what happened when I talked to, I had these same kind of questions and I talked to the actual swingers who have been married 20 plus years who were in the lifestyle. Um, they both said that there had been times in their lives to where they had to fall back from it, regardless if it was schedule or things that they did not do or this didn't happen or whatever it may have been. There were times that they did have to pull back or at the one time when the, the wife did start having emotions and heart having feelings for one of the guys that they were with, they pulled back from it. But it never changed their mindset of how much the they, lifestyle, the lifestyle. Exactly. They still had that perception of the lifestyle. Yeah. And, but they pulled back a couple of times and then they went back like, hey, we, we do enjoy this. So it was more than just like it. It, it, it was when itself. That's why people call it the lifestyle. Yeah. Because it was their lifestyle and there was things that they had to cause them to stop it. But it was still something that they they lived. They enjoyed. It was a part of them. You know what I mean? So my last like non monogamous relationship, we were like long distance. And so that helped a lot of it. But the, the end of it, we were, there was like a three month span where we couldn't see each other. And neither of us was like engaging in sex or dating with anybody else because we missed each other so much that it like, wasn't, it didn't feel fulfilling or fun to fuck other people. And that's where we were at. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I dig that. I just feel like I don't like, and, and you're comparing this to, you know, to like, you know, gender identity or or sexuality or, or whatever the case may be. Um, it's like I, I don't, I just don't agree with the once you're in, you're in kind of mentality because it's fluid. Like, it's, all right, yeah, I mean, people experiment, people go through phases, and to say that once you go through, like, if you're doing this, you know, this this the swinging, the non-monogamous relationship, to say that. If you at one point feel like that's where your life is and that's what you want to do, that you can't change that. I just don't agree with that. I think anyone could change. Like if, if for whatever reason, me, Terrence, uh, up, you know, this is hypothetically speaking, but for whatever reason, it's like you know what, um, you know, I just, I just want to explore like being sexually free with whomever I choose at some point. Like if that's a life change that happens then I'm allowed to have that high life change. And there are plenty of people that have those type of changes in their life. So to think that it's because the non-monog... Like, because you feel that that strongly in the non-monogamous lifestyle that you wouldn't ever change doesn't mean that another person won't change or change their point of view of that type of lifestyle or not want to engage in that lifestyle anymore. People do it with sexuality, religion, whatever. It's like, yes, I'm all in 
with this kind of lifestyle, with this belief at this point in time in my life. But then 10 years or 15 years down the, down the road, I've learned something else. I've changed. I've evolved. I want to do something different now. Like that is very much so possible. People do not do that with sexuality. That's a that's not true. The way that people do it with sexuality what? is they finally come out of the closet. They don't they don't like they weren't out of the closet as kids and then go back in the closet as young adults and then when they're 60 they're like, "Oh, never mind. Actually, I'm trans or gay or or like what whatever the thing is, not trans, I'm sorry, that's gender and not sexuality. Please don't quote me on that." But do you know what I mean? Like that doesn't happen. That's not how it TC, works. But what TC's saying is this is and I and I, I get where he's going. So Tell me please. Um if I am in the swinger lifestyle and I am practicing it, regardless of however it is, if I'm single and I'm having sex with other women, it's open and all, and, you know, the whole different mm-hmm. levels of swinger lifestyle. Um, and if an individual says, hey, like that couple did, like, I'm, I still could consider myself a part of it. However, or I could just say, hey, I don't want to practice that anymore. I don't want to, I don't want to go out and be with the other people i, I just want to hey i get it and my mindset is free and i believe i still believe in it i'm, I'm okay with saying i understand it and i was a part of it like i, I just don't want to practice mm-hmm. it anymore which i think is fine mm-hmm. like there you don't there's no level of like what makes you really in the lifestyle do you have to like have sex outside of your couple once exactly once a month once a week once a quarter once a year what makes you really in the lifestyle i'm not i'm not like determining that if you don't do the act then you're not in the lifestyle you don't believe this i think it's a it's a mental thing right you believe that this is how you want to live your life and this is the like type of sexual freedom that you feel comfortable with and maybe right now, especially as a woman, especially as a woman, let me go to 10 years from now and I've had two kids. Will my ass really feel as hot as I do right now to be like out searching for girls with my man? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Right. What am I going to look like? How am I going to feel? Mm-hmm. And that's not going to be because I'm not interested in the lifestyle. It's going to be because I'm not confident right now in my own skin to be out here in the same way that I was. And that'll be my next journey. Me finding what 30 year old non-monogamous swinging Anna looks like. And I can't wait. to. Yeah. So you're more so saying it just stays. You don't think that it changes in in a mental space. It's Yeah, exactly. I mean, what you physically decide to do with your body. Fine. But like nobody's mind is like, I'm not interested in this lifestyle anymore because once you've decided that this is something that you're comfortable with, your whole mentality changes because you're okay with sharing somebody that you love and your partner with the world. That's not an easy, not the world. Let me back up. But like, you know what I mean? Within reason. I get what you're saying. I, I just, I just, I, I hear you, but I, like I said, I just disagree, and I think people have the right, and and sexual sexuality is fluid, and I think that, you know, you can have a certain view at one point in life, and then change that view, like with, and, no, and I yes, agree. a physically, a physically not practice, and b like step outside of it, like you can understand it, you can say, you can fully understand, like. Oh, someone else is doing it. Oh, I get that. I had that. You know, I was doing that at one point in time in life. I feel you. I understand. If you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. Just the way my life is set up right now, that is not something that I feel 
benefits me in life or do you think- my relationship in life and that is not like who I am anymore I've changed I don't I don't want to participate in that you you do you I get it I understand but that's something that I don't want to do it or your but, partner says that but to- which is the question that still never got answered what happens when that when that partner that you've built this life with on this type of on this same level playing field changes and then we break someone up. doesn't want that anymore your like, answer what do you do if he really you just leave the marriage like yes. he's like all right i, yes. I can't do this no answer, more. Yes. We'll get a divorce we'll yes the answer to your question if if because i don't believe that that would really happen but if you want me to answer this question in that way then i would leave the marriage because to me it would be like you are not you lied to me about fundamentally who you are. And this is the type of like relationship that I was looking for. And it would be, that would be the end of it. It would be like coming out as gay. But TC, let me ask you a question. But everything is perfect in the relationship with everything else that you need, like emotionally, whatever, family wise and all that. But because of the sexual part of it has changed, then it's, Deuces it's more than the marriage. sexual let, part. Let me though. ask you guys a question. Yes. Let me put it in this form. Yes. Okay, let's take it away from sex because we're. I think sex it gets sticky, yeah. right? And yeah. I think it gets sticky between like, oh, the physical. Ah. Or do you understand? Let me. Okay, let me ask you a question, TC. That's what it is, though. Okay, bro. Let me ask you a question because <laughs> I think conversation. It's not only that because it's, it's not only that. that. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me change it. Right? It is. Bruh, you said that. No, it's not. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you a question. All right. Before we sit, before I ask you this question, let everyone know. Um, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated is a non-hazing organization. <laughs> All right, cool. Bet. That's the LLC. Yeah, okay, boom. TC, you were made. You've made people. All right? You come a time in okay. your life to say, nah, I ain't doing that shit no more. I can get in trouble. I can do this. I can do that. You've experienced mm-hmm. it, and you still agree that cats should be made. Mm-hmm. But in this time of your life, you're never going to make another person in your life. Mm, you're like, okay. I ain't with that shit. I, I ain't. I, I got to worry about my kids. I got a wife at home. I got da 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 da. I'm never going to do it again. Mm-hmm. You're okay. You've experienced it. You're still a part of it. You're just not going to do it anymore. Ding 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 ding. Okay. That's literally what I've been saying, though. <laughs> no, is that like no, the same not. thing I asked you, no, bro? No, it's not. It's that's not. Literally, that's, that is literally what I said. Like, that's so, like, you 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 gave me that situation. So then, like... No, but if somebody asked her, you... Her, like, listen, hold on, hold on. You. Her response... Her response to that, what you just put in the in that scenario as far as the fraternity, that means, like, her saying, like, I would divorce. Like, that's me. Like, I'm denouncing my letters because... You know, I don't. I, I'm not on a page with that anymore. Or like, our our pages have shifted. Like, we're not on the same page. No, no, no. But you're still on page with. That it. I don't believe in. So I'm a denounce. I'm a denounce my letters. You're still on page with it though. Yeah, I just don't choose to want to do the process myself anymore. Or, or I'm not. Yes, yeah, you're still on page with it, bro. Because you 100 to understand. I, it. I said you, that. I said that. I, I literally said that. I said you can sit there and say you understand the lifestyle. You get it. You could talk to someone about it. You could tell them I, I done been in them shoes. Da da da. But my life has changed to where I don't want to. It doesn't fit for my family, and I don't want to participate anymore. That's what. The, that's the question I asked, and 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 she answered. That I would get a divorce then because I, guess I feel saying, like I've been lied to. I guess da, 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 da. you saying it doesn't so fit for my family. I guess you saying it doesn't fit for my family. Like and like that idea. Like is this something that we came up with as a couple together? We're both like, 
hey, you just got a new job in wherever the fuck, and we're moving across the country, and I'm trying to do this, and I'm trying to make friends, and da, 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 da. and we come together, and we're like, hey, maybe we should like wait until we get into this new like swinger community in this city, and we're just gonna be together and not, you know, be with other people for the next four or five years. Okay, so so T. Uh, That's different than like, but I think you don't you guys- believe in the lifestyle anymore. Yeah, so uh, I think with it, four or five with, years, ten years, whatever. I, I think what and I think what TC saying is, and I think I, I try to switch it because <laughs> being a part of it and understanding it and being a part of it, I, I may not ever swing or pledge anyone else in my life, but it's still in me. Mm-hmm. I could do it right now. Right. If my son comes to me, I'm gonna be like. No, nah, dog, you got to do it the right way. Right. It's still a part of me. You know, I'm not going to do it. So I guess that's why I went there mentally. I, I may not physically be doing it, but mentally, I'm still there. Those experiences still a part of me and everything like that. But, hey, man, we we, we going. This, we, we, we won damn near an hour and a half in this joint. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's it's good conversation yeah, because, sure, you know, sure. I mean, we, we, we got listeners and listeners are probably, you know, on both sides of the fence here. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good sure. conversation to have men and women you know, on both sides. So, it's good to hear and talk talk through, like, the different point of views. Like, all right, I think this will work. I think this won't work. I'll do this. I would do that. I wouldn't do that. You know? So I right. would love sure. to meet other people of color that are a part of the community myself because it's small. It's so, like, taboo in our community. Like, we need and – and don't get me wrong. Like, I struggle with this myself. Like, we need to stick together. Like, me and my husband or future husband, let me also say – like yeah. we need to, we need like in we need to be together in solidarity to be strong. To be a, it has to be a place of comfort for everyone, right? You, know you and him and communication, all that stuff goes along with it, right? I don't think it's that's why I said I think it's more than just like all right, we great bang somebody out tonight. I think it's <laughs> yeah. all about yeah, just the freedom, the understanding, uh, people coming together. That like when we get together with someone else, TC, that we know that we've seen in the in the and you know who's pledged, who's been made. There's this common bond that we have to be like, yeah, dog, hey, you know, we look at each other like, I get it too, you know what right. I mean? And it's just that kind of like, I think, mm-hmm. I think we do that with everything, you know what I mean? Regardless if we're a football team, whatever it is, it's that common, you guys coming together and having that that mutual understanding that you went through what I went through. I mean, black people do it all the mm-hmm. time. Black, black people who have struggled in life, we have that. If you look at comedians, and I'm going off somewhere else with this, but if you look at comedians that tell their stand-up and some of the best comedians were able to talk about black folks struggle because their black their crowd is black yeah that's come from that struggle and we just laugh like hey y'all you remember the whole remember the um tv with the with the bunny ears ah you know what i mean yeah. everybody starts laughing because mm-hmm. we all remember that but yeah i think that comes together with all that you know what i'm saying so Hey man, mm-hmm. that's uh, this might be Swinger Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, you said you you talking about you know people sticking together. I mean, we'll have you tagged, and then listeners, uh, feel free to 
<laughs> reach out, you know, directly. Her DM, you know, discreetly. Some DM about to be popping. Like, hey, I'm a sweet Slide her DM. They gonna be like, hey, no, but serious. Like, but no, but seriously though, like it could be someone who's listening who could benefit from some more conversation with you or been struggling with like, you know, I've I've been feeling like that, but I ain't really, you know, have anyone to talk to who's in that kind of lifestyle. And if that's if that's you and you're listening, you know, feel free, yeah, feel free to reach out. I would love to to talk more about it because I'm never gonna like claim that I have all of the answers at all, like for myself. But I've I've come to a certain level of understanding, and I'm happy where it is right now. And I think and I think the change in my it's gonna change in every relationship that I'm in because I'm gonna be you know attaching their their needs into it. But Absolutely. I'm open to all the conversations. Absolutely. Hey man, I, dope. I knew you. I knew this would be great. I knew you had a <laughs> good combo here. Once I started yelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. Like, Hey man, um, I, I appreciate it. Um, we will. Are you okay with us tagging you? Yeah, okay. please. All right, cool. I, I like to ask before we just yeah. start tagging people. Um, but yeah, man, I I I think this was great conversation, and we probably could have kept going and kept going, you know. So, um, hey, if you guys are out there questioning yourself and questioning, you know, uh, you know your identity as far as understanding this lifestyle, and you know. I don't know how to talk to my partner or how to how to ask them or guys I'm dating. I want them to know, hey, man, reach out to Anna. Anna may give you some insight of how she does it or how she's done it. Mm-hmm. And maybe hers works. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It's yeah. just good to have someone else you can talk to, like TC just said. So, um, mm-hmm. Anna, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. This is wonderful. Yeah, you got to come back. We gotta, <laughs> gotta, when you get into yeah. uh, that yeah, lifestyle, good, good. bring him. Yes. Well, yes. Let me. That'd can you dope. just send me all the positivity so I can find <laughs> that man find that wants him. to be in this lifestyle with me? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah cool, cool. Yeah, this joint, this joint could roll. I, I have so many more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Part three, like four, can't be over. five. Right, right, right. Man, I, I might send so I might send a message. There like, we hey, go. Man. You can hop in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, but our hey, one of the things that I did see, one of the things that I did see that had an option, there was a uh, that that couple said that they have a hard time doing, is when because they were a full swap couple, and with the full swap couple, they were saying one of the things that they had a hard time was she would be like, hey, I like the guy, but he didn't like the girl yeah. or the vice versa or whatever. So it was, it was kind of interesting to hear that part yeah. of it. Like, Oh damn, like, damn, she's sexy, but he looks like, you know, which is the experience maybe a lot of the time. And so it's your pleasure gets more derived from the experience than it does a lot of the time, the, the actual like physical pleasure. So like, Maybe, yes, she didn't like the guy that much, but the exhilaration of being in the act and watching her partner be in the act and all the things, like, made it worthwhile to pursue it. And from what I understand, just like you said, there's people in the lifestyle for different reasons. It's not even for the physical. It's just like, hey, I want to go into a place to where I feel comfortable enough to where other men can tell me I'm beautiful. And yeah. my husband understands it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, or they just like watching. Or they, or they just, just like watching. They exactly. just like making out in front of people and they're okay. It was right. all different kind of stuff. There's levels. There's definitely levels yeah, to yeah. it. So, yeah, man. 
let's get out of here, TC. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. We're going to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah, yeah. So, everyone, please, man, if you guys enjoyed this conversation and uh, you think we should do part two or whatever, man, I think we can can make that work and try to figure out a way, you know, honor back in town and we can be like, hey, we're going to do this part two. We got some more questions and questions from – we got questions from our listeners. And, TC, if people have – Yeah, I was about to ask about doggone religion. That was going to be my next angle. but No, part two, part two, part two. We can go there, but part two, that's not a (laughs) drop at the end question. (laughs) Yeah, part two. But, but yeah. um, But, TC, if people want to ask questions and they want to tell us they want part two or whatever, where can they find us? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. Chill. Um, Anna, thank you again. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to do part two. Yeah, part two is going to happen. questions. All right, man. Oh, yeah. TC, uh, man, another week, brother. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, Tell people nice and early today. Uh, what'd you say? No, go ahead. No, nah, I was about to tell you, have a good weekend, man. We we got it in early this time, yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, we usually do a, like a weekend recap, but yeah, yeah. you know, enjoy en- enjoy y'all yeah, weekend, you know. Sure, sure. All right, man. You know, enjoy um, H Town. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Make sure you guys go to our social media and please buy a ticket, make a donation. Uh, Hopefully this week we will give a uh, address where you can mail the um, school supplies. So any supplies, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. So, all right, man. And that and that link, that link, tools for the number four teachers dot eventbrite dot com. Tools for teachers dot Go ahead, grab your tickets. We'll let us see you come out, support, get this live show. And if you can't attend, go ahead and make the donation option for any dollar amount that you choose. That is also uh, able to be done during the uh, or uh, through the Eventbrite link. So, tools for teachers, indie.eventbrite.com. Chill. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Peace.